Welcome back to Horsebrook Podcast Season 3, Tell Me Everything. This season, we're putting the obsessed back into horse-obsessed and diving deeper into some, in our opinion, lesser-known equestrian topics. So grab an adult beverage and quench your thirst for knowledge. All right, so first episode of Season 3 of Horsebrook podcast. Here we are, ladies. Um, So we're just going to do our riding check-in and just kind of catch up with everybody who was able to record today. And so on today's episode, we have myself, Laura, and then we have Jen, Steph, Mel, and Hannah. So we're going to kind of go around and just say what we've been doing, what we've been up to, because it's been Gosh, I don't know, months since we've recorded. So I think we have quite a bit to catch up on. So I'll kick it off to Hannah because, girl, I'm here for it. Let's go. Yeah, I've had a lot go on the past couple months. Um, Recently, the past month mostly, but a lot of things leading up to me having a... um, change in barns. So I have um, moved Ben to a new location. And that was just due to some financial and personal reasons that I'm not going to get too much into, but it was just the best decision for us. Um, Z came home back in December. I think the last time we were talking about him. He was getting ready to come home and I was super excited. So he's been back with me since December and it has just reminded me of how much I never want to get rid of him ever. And I just love him to death. So he is continuing to do jobs for other people. Um, Oh, precious boy. Yes. He's so good. He's so good. Um, He has an adult leaser right now who is kind of beginner intermediate level she's um building her foundation on the flat and she's just now starting to learn to go over some little cross rails and things like that so he's absolutely perfect for that and i bet he's like thriving he's like yes give me this job i was made for it (laughs) this is what he loves to do i mean he can he can do more um and i can push him to do more but this is his happy place he loves to just trot around and you know go over a little pole here and there and he's just really happy to be chill and be a people pleaser and so they've been a really really good match um she started off half leasing and then at the beginning of the month of March she picked up a full lease so that is amazing for me because he's like fully covered financially right now but I still get to see him and um visit with him and ride him if I have the chance. However, I've been doing no riding Uh as of recently because at the beginning of March, I also fell off and broke my middle finger on my right hand. No. Literally the worst finger to break. It's been horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's been horrible. And honestly, like, I did not think it was going to be that big of a deal. 
Um, but it's your I, hand, Hannah. Well, it's your hand. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was your right and your your main hand, your dominant hand, right? Yes, it is. Unfortunately, yeah, that's terrible. Well, the second that I sent pictures to Jen and told her, she was like, <laughs> "I hate to tell you this, but they're gonna most likely have to pin it and do surgery." And I was just like, oh. "Absolutely not. No, no way. We're not doing surgery. This is a finger. It's gonna be better in a couple weeks." No. No, 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 no. I was wrong. Um, I bet Jen was right. She She's sure was. Right. We had to do right. surgery. Wait, the medical professional in the group was right about medical things. She was. <laughs> <laughs> so sure enough, I went to the orthopedic um, and he said that he needed to pin it because the bone had rotated and it was kind of going the wrong way a little bit and that it would continue to move if he did not pin it. So I had a little surgery, have three metal pins in my finger and I haven't been riding for the past month. Okay. So do you mind taking us through like you were riding when it happened, right? Like, yes. Okay. Do you mind telling us? Yeah. I, yeah, I can. Um, so I was preparing for the first show of the season and I had put a lot of pressure on myself and Ben to move up to the three foot division at this first show. And we kind of were not in a good place. There had just been a lot of rain. We hadn't have been able to ride that much. He was fresh, um, but the show was that upcoming weekend. So I was um, still trying to push. And we kind of just pushed past our limits and we're not connecting very well. And he did a very, very ugly stop, which is not characteristic of him at all. And it just kind of slung me off um, in front of the fence. And the fall was actually not that bad. I landed on my butt and then I stood up immediately and I was like, oh, you know, this wasn't bad. Like I can get back on. I, you know, I'm standing, I'm fine. I don't need a minute. But then my finger felt like super tingly. Like, you know how like when you jam it or like you hit your funny bone and it's like, or like it's too cold outside and you hit it on something. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like. Um, it didn't feel broken by any means. Um, And I couldn't see it because I had my glove on. (laughs) So I ended up getting back on and we continued the lesson, which was probably the worst lesson I've ever taken, um, just because we continued to push for height when we shouldn't have been doing that. And um, when I got back to the barn and took my glove off, it was definitely broken. It was really ugly. (laughs) So how long did you ride with a broken finger without knowing it? I have questions. Um, Probably 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, 15 to 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hannah, no. Hannah, no. We're all screaming. Everyone is so lucky that I'm on mute. Like, you guys are all lucky I'm on mute. I'm just, I'm just, yep. (laughs) It was bad. Trying to imagine, like, riding without your middle finger or, like, grabbing something without your middle finger. But you rode with it, not knowing it was broken. That to me is like how? How on how on this earth you would not know? I know when a bug crawls on me. Yeah. It was just super tingly and it was it it started to hurt the longer it went, but I just was like, Oh, you know, it's just jammed and so I kinda just like clenched the reins with it and didn't move it and just kind of sucked it up and continued to ride and then 
when I got back up to the barn and took the glove off, it really started to hurt. And that's when I saw it and it was definitely not normal looking. So we um, went to the urgent care and uh, before they even x-rayed it, they said, oh, absolutely, it's broken. And um, then the x-rays <laughs> confirmed it. So yeah, broken finger. <laughs> oh no. And Hannah, this was off property, wasn't it? It was. So we had gone over to a um, another barn to use their covered ring because the rain had been so bad and so muddy. Um, so we had gone over to another barn. It is like right next door to our barn, though. So that was nice. It wasn't far from home. We didn't have to like travel back far, but um, it wasn't at my barn. So I think the important question is... Um, this new barn that you had moved to doesn't have an indoor. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, for those of you that, oh, no. yeah, for those of you that don't live um, down here in the south, um, I guess the southeast to be specific, um, it's really not that common to have covered rings um, at the barn. And it's, I think it's because we really only have like January through March, April-ish is like the super rainy season. And then the rest of the year, it's not a problem. Um, and it doesn't get cold enough to where we have to really worry about the ground freezing if it gets damp and that kind of thing. So um, unfortunately, it doesn't have one, but it, those aren't super common around here anyway. I so. thought that was wild when we were talking about it because, you know, I'm in the Pacific Northwest. So right. yeah. like um, not having an indoor or a covered at the very least to me was like mind blowing. Right. Yeah. It seems like if you go um, more than like a couple states north of where I am in Georgia, it's like mandatory. I mean, like everybody has yeah, it. Yeah, because that's up, up here in Virginia, we in my area at least, which is like north of Richmond is where I ride mostly. And anything north of Richmond, 80% of the time has an indoor. Even if it's a tiny indoor, they all have indoors. Right. Yeah. And Jen, you're in North Carolina. So what's it like around you? So well, it's funny you guys were talking about that. So we, I was just part of a conversation at the barn that was talking about why these barns kind of in the more south part of, you know, southeast don't have cupboards. And it was an interesting hypothesis that was brought up that I thought was really interesting. And it might be a little bit more pertinent to my area because I live in, quote unquote, you know, fox hunt country. But it was interesting because they were talking about why all the barns around us don't have any cupboards is because they were always wintering down here. And that they would always be gone for summer. And so they didn't need, they weren't here for when we were getting the cruddy weather and would want a covered. Um, so I just thought that was like really interesting. I hadn't thought about it like that before that, yeah, I guess yeah. if you're a snowbird and you're just wintering where we are, you would ride outside because we don't get snow. Well, usually, realistically, we don't really get snow. You know, and it's the summer months when it's just drudgery and rainy and yuck. And they're like, yeah, they're already back in their home areas. So I don't know. Not sure if it's true. Just thought it was a really interesting uh, topic. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah, we have, we have no cupboards here either. I, I always kind of laugh. I think everything south of Virginia basically doesn't have a cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I looked at several different barns and only – one of them had a covered and I mean it's just and they're not indoor either it's it's very much just a cover on the roof you know it's not 
an indoor building. So that, I don't even know if that exists somewhere around here, a completely indoor arena. Okay. So Mel, I have a question. Is it similar in California? Because I feel like in California, covered arenas aren't as big either, right? Because it's like nice and sunny there. Uh, Yeah. Like it's kind of like what Hannah was saying. I don't think I've ever seen like a indoor one i mean we've had like the roofing there's one like five minutes away from me what is indoor (laughs) what is that i've never seen that yeah we just don't do that oh my god you just have like the cover like it's hard to describe it's just literally like so the the sides are open yeah exactly so i don't know how much water gets in like i've never used it there is one close to me but i've never like gone over to use it so I'm not sure if it, like, works when it's raining. So when it rains, you guys are just like, oh, we're not riding. It's fine. Exactly. Like, I go to my barn. I mean, I use the trails most of the time. So it's just like, okay, I can't ride that day. And then I have to go the next day and go walk it and see if it's okay. So, yeah, it sucks. But awful. that really doesn't exist here. Yeah, I thought it would well, that's, be similar, actually. That's the, the funny thing about... Uh, Century Manor, the barn that I rode at for a long time, actually has like a partially covered ring. Is our indoor in air quotes? So it's like half covered and then half is open on the side. And if the rain is coming from the right direction, it all goes inside. It's awful. That's a very interesting concept, I think. And I, I like seeing the videos that you post riding in that because yeah. it's like you you go under the cover and then you're like outside. I think that's really cool. But yeah, I could see how the rain, depending on where it's coming from, would just blow straight in. Yeah, no, there was one time there was a storm bad enough where I was sitting where my trainer sits on the, the walled side, the walled half. And it was raining was coming from the open half and we were getting misted because it was just raining so hard that we were still getting damp even though we were literally against the wall on the other side of the ring jen oh yeah sorry thanks everyone <laughs> it's like you have you gonna say something or are you you gonna you gonna Hello. go <laughs> okay hi yes so my barn has just the covered um the one at the barn i moved to right at um the beginning of november has a covered portion it is also not indoor so we can't do really anything fun like all the I see all the cool videos of like free jumping and like liberty work and turning your horses out in this big like enclosed arena that you can just let them like gallivant. We do not have that, but we do have an overhang and it is really nice. I will say I have absolutely ridden in it in the rain um, as long as the rain is coming from the sky down to the ground and not from the left to the right or the right to the left. Um, you actually can stay pretty dry and still have a fairly productive lesson in it. So there this is that. Yeah. Well, so yeah, unfortunately my newborn doesn't have that either, but it does have the, um, the, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? GGT or GTT footing. It's like the. Oh, you fan. It's like the tan with the carpet, yes, right? Yes. Um, oh, so nice. I'm super excited to see um, how Ben does on that. I think it's going to be really good for his joints because um, we just had the M10 at my other barn and sometimes it could get really hard. So I'm excited about that fancy footing. And then she also has just a lot of neat um, 
course care and management type things like the Theraplate and the MagnaWave, which is, um, which both are things that I've never had access to before. And so I'm really looking forward to moving him in this different direction and um, kind of getting a fresh start. That's kind of how I've looked at my um, month or so off now. You know, it's been really disappointing and it's been hard on me to not ride, but I think mentally I needed to hit a refresh button. And I think Ben kind of needed that too. So I'm excited to just kind of start over with him. And then the plan is for next month in May, Z and his leaser will be moving to this barn also. So we'll all be back together again. Oh, that's awesome that she's coming with you. Yes, I'm super excited. She's, um, she's had some, you know, issues at my previous barn and she has been looking to possibly move Z somewhere. And I told her, you know, I don't care where you move him just as long as I can come see him. That was my biggest complaint with the leasers before is that there was just no communication whatsoever. And she's wonderful about it. She sends me pictures all the time. She lets me know how her rides went. Um, And so I told her, you know, I don't care if you end up at the same spot as me, you know, I'd like that. But if you want to take him somewhere else, that's fine. But she lessened with my new trainer a couple times and she really likes her. So that's the plan to get the fam back together next month. (laughs) I love that. So Hannah, what's your like ETA for riding with your finger? (laughs) Well, I'm going to let her answer this while I put myself on mute again because I'm going to override her. (laughs) So I have an appointment tomorrow with my surgeon and the plan was for him to go ahead and remove the pins tomorrow. However, I've been looking at my finger because um, the last time I went, I was a he told me I could start taking off. the stent or I'm sorry, not the stent. He told me I could start taking off my splint and showering with it. Um, and I still have the pins in, but then just to rewrap it after the shower. So I've been able to actually look at my finger pretty closely for the first time. And it looks like it has like slightly moved or something. It's like looking a little crooked again. So I'm kind of concerned about what he's going to say about it tomorrow. But at this point, I'm kind of like putting my foot down. I'm tired of, the mess. I don't want to do surgery again. I don't care if my finger's a little crooked. I just am over it and I'm ready to ride. (laughs) I will say, I'm just disclaimer, your health comes first. It does, but also mental health is a huge thing for me too. And my mental health has been really You're on rehab, Hannah. You're on rehab. You're on stall rest, (laughs) Hannah. It's bad. I will say that I, I, can't imagine how hard it is. It's probably very hard. Yeah. So I, I completely understand your perspective on that. So, but always, you know, see what your doctor says and go. From there. Yeah. That's, that's just kind of where I am is I'm going to see what he says about it tomorrow. Um, because I saw him a week ago and he didn't say anything about it looking crooked or looked like looking like it had moved, but I've just noticed this really the past several days. Um, so we'll see what he says tomorrow. But um, my plans were to ride this weekend. Um, I may or may not just do that anyway. So we'll see. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can just practice your, like, your Western reigning right. just with the one hand. Yes, exactly. You're yeah. literally killing me. You're literally okay. killing me. To play devil's advocate and to make Jen groan, I have 
wonky fingers and I say if you're feeling good go for it Ah! (laughs) (laughs) so many years of schooling all the late nights of medical starting you guys are gonna give me an aneurysm I mean at this point I'm just kind of like can we amputate the finger because I'm just done can you just cut it off (laughs) just we're done with it it's gotta go I quit I quit I quit the podcast I quit you all. It's okay, Jen. I'm I'm with you. I would take the whole stall rest too. Yeah. You are not good for my blood pressure. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. It's been a crazy spring. I you know I can't say 2021 has been wonderful for me so far, um, like I had hoped it would be. But I'm looking forward to a fresh start. And I'm definitely looking forward to the summer and getting back to showing, hopefully. So um, for now, I'll be cheering you guys on from the sidelines. So I'm excited to see what all of you guys are doing, too. And Speaking of showing, Hannah, do you have anything on the, um, the dream board for 2021? Yes, I do. Um, oh, well, wait, hang on. What do you mean? <laughs> Like, uh, I vaguely recall you sending me a text message about some shows that you thought you might want to do. And one of them was of personal interest to myself. Yes. Well, those probably aren't going to happen in 2021. I'm thinking probably next year. I I don't know. It really depends. Um, but I, next year I definitely want to go to WEC and I definitely want to go to try on, even if those are the only two shows (gasps) I do all year, but yeah, I definitely want to take them to both of those. (laughs) Try them. Try them. <laughs> yeah, I, those are definitely dreams I've had for a while. I don't know if they'll happen this year. It just it kind of depends on what my barn's doing, and I have to get back in the swing of things, too. But um, definitely for next year, that is on my list of to-dos. And it looks like your barn did take some people to WEC, right? Yes, and they're going to try on in May, which obviously that's too quick for me to go. But um, I'm hoping maybe they could go again in the fall. We'll see. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I know. I know. We I'd love to try come. on together at try on. Yes. It'd be amazing. So. Oh. Um, Jen, tell us what you have been up to with the boys. How has that been going? Fill us in on 2021 so far. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, there is so much. So we'll start with CJ. Um, CJ and I have been entering a couple of small things. We did three combined training tests so far for 2021 a combined training test for our listeners who are maybe primarily hunter jumpers is eventing without the cross country. It's the dressage portion and then a stadium jumping round. And um, we kind of started it because CJ, CJ is amazing. I love him and I'm not saying anything negative about him. He and I both needed a way to focus our flat work and, um, because we still needed to do a lot of flat work. And we were just kind of, it was hard to keep his attention. And we did, we tried lots of cool tricks, but it actually turned out that kind of learning a small, like entry level dressage test together really helped us focus on maintaining good contact with the bit and moving off the leg and, and 
mean, we just had, we had a lot of fun. Um, so we learned one of the little dressage tests specifically to do these combined training shows. And we had a lot of fun and we, we had a lot of fun. I, I actually really enjoyed it. And part of me has apparently a little bit of a dressage diva and maybe a dressage queen. I might have <laughs> some of that in my blood. I, love it. I thought it was really fun. And I was like, this is like flat work, but enjoyable, which is obviously exactly what my trainer had in mind the whole time. She was like, here's a way to focus, you know, these two and, and get their head out of the clouds and kind of back in the game. Um, and we loved it. And CJ was just a superstar. He showed up for it each day. He is incredible. Um, He's really coming into himself. So he turns seven this year. So we're steadily oh, moving out of the up. like long legged gangly stage and we're, we're building a butt and we're building a top line and we're building a neck and um, he's still as goofy as ever, but his body, <laughs> his body is maturing. And then super, super recently we debuted our first show of the 2021 Hunter Hunter Jumper series. We did, we killed it. So we had actually not done any of this. We had done one small schooling show that was Hunter-ish. We did the two foot and it was literally a schooling show. It was, you know, eight jumps and <laughs> a, a little anything goes. Um, but this was a real NCHJA. It was a C show. So it was, you know, still considered local, but real judges, real jumps. Um, I mean, yes, real jumps. The jumps were real. They had film. They had, they were beautiful. Like, oh yeah, no, they were. Yeah, they were. They, I mean, um, like the, the back pole of the oxer was wrapped in like astroturf. So, I mean, it was like very much the epitome of like those big, beautiful, filler jumps like in the hunter jumper um arenas that i've seen so we, we felt very legit we also this is the part that like okay i guess everybody who knew me knew this was going to happen except for me even though i look at myself really <laughs> um my goal for 2021 was to show at some point in the year at two foot six and we actually ended up debuting in the two foot six at our first show. Yes. Yes. Yeah, as we all were yeah. bullying and you kicking trying to and looking awesome. <laughs> Telling you I you know. could do it. <laughs> yes. We all know you've been doing it. You look so tall. It was scary. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it was definitely what was needed because the and CJ still doesn't make an effort at two foot six. Um but it encouraged enough of a pace that we could get some some clean lead changes and I could kind of get his focus and his attention in the ring. Um, and yeah, we killed it. We had an amazing time. Um, and I'm not saying any of this to throw shade. I'm saying like this was specific to my experience that I enjoyed. We trailered in. I, I did all of his warm up. My my trainer did not jump on him to warm him up. We didn't lunge. We didn't wear earplugs. We didn't use any prep. We didn't anything. We wanted to see 100% what I had at a baseline. And he walked around that ring like he's been doing it his whole life, which let me just tell you what that does for a rider's confidence. 
boom, like head in the clouds, the most amazing thing ever. Like my horse was my horse Mm -hmm. and I actually just had to focus on me and maintaining straightness and maintaining pace and trying to stay over after the jumps. And that's kind of a, that's a privilege that you don't really get with the green beans very often. Um, And I loved every second of it. It's cool though that you guys gave CJ the opportunity to kind of like tell you guys who he was in that environment first before you started adding prep and started adding things, you know, like I really appreciate that in a young horse taking him off property and saying, all right, well, like, show us who you are. We'll, we'll like, we'll go from there. And that's really cool. I like that. I think that's really good horse management, actually. Like hundred percent. And like I said, I am not throwing shade at any of the animals where that type of management helps them have a better experience. Oh girl, my name is prep. Come on. Like, no shade. <laughs> right. and, like, and I, and I, right, I completely support that. Whatever is going to create the best environment for the horse and the rider. I just loved that my trainer felt confident enough to, to let us give it a shot. And my horse walked out there and said, ladies, I was born for this and sauntered around and did his cute little lead changes and perked his cute little knees up. And I'm just saying like, I could not have asked for a better experience. It was everything I ever could have wanted in a first horse show. We, I was proud of every single round we put down. And, and I, I'll be the first one to tell you, we didn't win. We, we got ribbons and that was nice. And I don't super care about that, but Your experience I am better. legitimately proud of every single round we put down. Like we, yes. we showed the judge where we were at our current level of training yeah. and the mistakes we made are the same mistakes that we've been making at home. We're a little late with some lead changes because sometimes I don't recognize them on the wrong lead. Like very green, yeah. green team mistakes. But like, yeah. I just, it was every, it was, <laughs> it was literally everything I could have. Asked That's for. the best he, feeling too, you know. Like even if you don't yes. have, you know, the top ribbons or whatever. Like it, honestly, in my opinion, it feels better to go in there and do your best and come out knowing that you and your horse did your best. And it's like, who cares about the ribbons? Like as long as you like have that satisfaction of we went in there and did our thing the best we could. And that was awesome. So I'm so happy for you. I mean, you saying that that experience was the best thing you could have ever asked for. That's a blue ribbon right there. Like, right. You don't need a blue ribbon to like prove that that experience was what you wanted, you know? Right. That experience is what it's about. Like you're supposed to be having fun. That's it. It was, I had fun. I didn't have anxiety. I didn't have a breakdown. I, I didn't lose track of where I was on the course. I was breathing. I was counting. I was making decisions. He was asking me questions and I was answering. And I walked out of the ring as proud of him as I always am. And so there wasn't, we didn't have these, like, I wasn't frustrated with him. He wasn't frustrated with me. Like we just had fun. And I didn't even know that was a thing that you could do at a horse show. <laughs> I'm just saying it was it was the best ever. And and before I lose track of what I'm saying, I also want to point out um, I did something that I'm very, 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 very afraid of. And I will tell you guys, like, 
my dream is to ride equitation and I'm very self-conscious about riding equitation. One, because of my experience level, but two more so the fact that I'm a somewhat larger rider. And I know everyone's going to be like, no, you're not, but it's how I feel about myself. So, and so the idea of putting myself on parade where I actually want to pay a judge to look at my body and my effectiveness in the saddle is like extra intimidating. Um, but we entered, we entered into an equitation over fences round and we entered into an equitation under saddle round and we did really well and it was fun and I really liked it. And that was a big, you know, that was just really, that was a big thing for me is I really just wanted, I wanted to do it. This is what I want. And I didn't let myself get in my own way, which is just very unlike me. <laughs> Weren't you just like on cloud nine the whole entire Literally. day? <laughs> I'm still, I'm still, it's, I, the horse show was many, many, many moons ago. And I'm still literally on cloud nine. I still watch my rounds and I get weepy eyed because I'm still so freaking proud of the work that we've put in to get to the round that we showed the judge. And we went in the ring and showed exactly what we had at this point. And I'm thrilled. I'm literally thrilled with him. If this is where we're starting our show season, I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> literally. Cloud nine. He is fantastic. We had a very interesting and we had some interesting things kind of go on. Um, the Sunday, the second day of the show, the big giant um, wooden boards that they post all the courses on blew over in this like crazy out of nowhere gust of wind <laughs> and the front of the no. board fell over and it landed two feet from CJ's hooves. <gasps> He didn't, he didn't flinch. He didn't flick an ear. He didn't anything. What a good boy. And the judge, oh the judge and, the, and the ring, the ring steward were standing there and they're like, just go home. You have a blue ribbon. Just go home. <laughs> and I was just like, and we were just dying. And so we're all like patting CJ and we're like, how is this the, the baby green at his first horse show? Nothing. And he just didn't care. Unfazed. Could not have cared less. He had the time of his life and he was really enjoying it. Um, I had this really nice lady come up to me and she was like, I just think your horse is so beautiful. I've been taking pictures of him. Um, you know, do you mind if I email them to you? And so she sent me this like photo album of like 80 professionally taken photos of like CJ just being adorable. And um, it was just great. I, I could not have asked for more. I was thrilled, literally thrilled. So boom, like first horse show of the season under my belt and nowhere to go but up from here. Just so super, super happy. Um, thrilled. And I'm not going to cry again. It's such a good experience. <laughs> such a good experience. And so I will say um, we have the rest of the series ahead of us. So we got really lucky and Sedgefield Horse Shows um, – needed to leave their their location where they've always hosted their shows over in Greensboro. And they actually moved to the Carolina Horse Park, which is seven minutes from my barn. I mean, we could literally hack our horses there if we wanted to. Um, so they are actually putting on, don't quote me, I want to say it's 10 C shows and two A shows. 
So we're going to utilize, we're, we're going to capitalize on all of that oh, because absolutely. it's an opportunity to do these like big name yeah. shows yeah. literally in our backyard um, and pay backyard prices. Yeah. The closer so, to home, the better. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we don't, we're not even stabling. We literally just trailer yeah. in so nice. and, and pack up and, and do the show. So it was great. So I basically got to do it for, you know, the cost of a schooling show, but, or, but earn some like NCHGA points at the same time. So that was really cool. So we anticipate uh, doing the rest of that season. Um, in addition to, dun, 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 for everyone that's been placing their bets and pooling their money for <laughs> the day I make this announcement, we will also be competing in the War Horse Eventing Series for 2021. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> We're going to go eventing! Yay! Yay! That's terrifying. <laughs> Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, come on, Laura. Don't you secretly want to do it? No, I secretly no. don't want to do it. No, so I'm with Laura so on this. Fun. No. What? No, it's so no. great. Uh-uh. It's literally the best. So we took CJ off property. We went cross-country schooling. Superstar, of course. Not, you know, not surprised about that at this point, kind of all things considered. He loved it. Loved the water, loved the coops, loved the all of the, you know, the piles of logs. He was thrilled. It's probably the only time that horse has maintained his own pace. Just saying he is hunter slow. Um, he freaking loved it. So we said, sure, why not? All of the War Horse series is also um, hosted at the Carolina Horse Park. So nice. it is going to be a busy 2021 season. We are... We are one combined training test away from getting a um, a medal, and it's not a dressage medal; it's a combined training medal. But we are one more score away from our gold medal in the maiden CT testing. We are, which is just crazy because it's you know April. <laughs> um, we're going to do the Warhorse series, and we're going to do the entire Sedgefield series. Like, I am over the moon. This is everything little horse Jen could have ever dreamed of. And it's like all my dreams are coming true on my little baby horse. And um, like all the hard work that we've put in is paying off. And um, yeah, like 100% over the moon. Over the moon. So excited. So happy. Everything's perfect. Everything's great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, okay. Dun, da, da, dun. Joey. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Joey. We found out who he really is. Um, psych- yeah. circle- yep, circling back on identity our revealed. Episode. He <laughs> is a 2003 thoroughbred. His race, his jockey club name is Ready to Fire. He competed, he, uh, he's not a war horse. He competed in uh, two races. He got third place in his first race and he was listed as a did not finish. For his second race. I don't know what did not finish in the racehorse industry means because I don't think he left the race course. Um, Maybe he just left the building. He was like, bye. I was like, what are you doing? So if anyone knows more about what a DNF in in racehorsing, horse racing. Maybe he was so slow that they were like. We're just not going to time this one anymore. Right. It's kind of what I thought. I was like, well, maybe he, like, what happens if the horse starts going, like, backwards on the racetrack? Like, are you just, like, you're just disqualified? 
outside. Like, I don't know. Or he just stood and in the, like, like <laughs> if he's just stood in the, what are they called? The little thing. In the gate yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, just there. Just yeah. Didn't <laughs> yeah, it very well could be. I don't know. Um, the downside was, and I don't call it a downside, but um, his age was misrepresented. He is uh, two years older than the age that I was told he was. But because I was able to figure out his jockey club name, we were able to figure out like the, the racetracks that he went to, um, which both of them were a racetrack in Miami, Florida, that is no longer in operation. So the search kind of ended there. There, I don't have any pictures or um, the videos of it, which is a little bit of a downer. Um, but then we were able to figure out what his Yousef name was or is, oh. I guess. And it turns out he has a ton pages pages upon pages upon pages of history what? he has eventually up to the training level what? he and, and what? even recently like 2019 he was still eventing at novice level what <laughs> right That's so, insane. Um, you trickster he's such a trickster he's like seen everything and done everything he has lived in ohio pennsylvania virginia north carolina south carolina and florida the horses lived in more wow. stinks than I've lived in. Yeah. He's been around the box. One of the kind of, you know, depending on how you choose to <laughs> paint the picture, um, he's had well over a dozen. He's exchanged hands a lot, a lot of times, which Aww. is a bit of a, a sad thing. I understand that that is just kind of how things go sometimes. And he, of course, will never leave my hands. He's um, been around he the block. Stuck for life, <laughs> whether he like it or not. Um. But it's been really cool to just look in his big brown eyes and be like, I know you. I know where you've been and I know what you've done and I know what he has to teach me now. Like all these buttons that I thought he had, we know he has. I mean, I, I got to watch his dressage performance at the training level. And I mean, it was beautiful. He's beautiful. Um, all of that being said – the kind of downer is um, we've had some very inconsistent lameness issues that we haven't quite been able to get to the bottom of. We've um, been working with a handful of vets. We're now working specifically with a lameness specialist um, because he really just needs a comprehensive picture. Um, so we are evaluating him from ear to tail and finding how to the way my vet put it was he has layers there are layers to his lameness issues that we are unwrapping um right now we're not jumping but we are putting in some pretty solid flat work um but it is inconsistent um you guys will we're figure gonna do everything out. We can. yep i i have a lot of confidence in this vet I like her mindset. It matches mine as a medical provider. So I like that she's seeing the body as a whole and that we're evaluating it piece by piece by piece. Not just injecting um, stuff for the sake of it. Right. So the things that we have been able to identify is that his left hawk is heading towards fusion. He's 18 years old. That's not the most ridiculous thing. Um, he does have some... Uh, suspensory disease, but also he's 18. That's not the most unrealistic thing that, you know, we've ever seen. Um, 
Right now we're managing him with some Equiox, which is still pretty benign, and we're pretty happy to use that. We've got him on the back on track hawk boots to kind of help with the arthritis. And then most recently, we've found a lot of success in keeping him primarily turned out. So he has switched over to a nighttime turnout schedule. And then I ride him first thing in the morning before, I mean, after breakfast, but he hasn't been like kind of cooped up in his stall for eight hours or so. And that has seemed to really help him, you know, loosen up and really kind of use his body the way we want him to without showing a lot of pain or stiffness. So um, he's actually being evaluated again on tomorrow and we are going to move forward with some osphos and I'll keep you guys updated about where, where we go from here. So hopefully we're able to get him. Yeah. I love him to pieces. Hopefully we're able to get him back to a level of soundness that he's happy at because he has a lot to teach me. And he likes to work. He loves to work. He loves having a job. I'm excited to see what the OSFOS does for him because I've just heard so many good things about that. And it was recommended to me for Ben at one point when we didn't know where his lameness was coming from after he fell last fall in the pasture. And so I looked a lot into it and I've just I've heard so many good things and heard about so many good experiences with it. So I'm really excited to see what it does for him. Me too. I'm, I'm super I'm super hopeful at this point. I, I think I, I still largely believe that he's got several more years of things that he can show me and we can do together. So fingers crossed and staying positive. It's the way to do it. Lara, you have had so much cool stuff going on. I know you've done a clinic. You've done some shows. What? Tell us all the things. All the things. Okay. I almost don't even remember all the things. That's how... Um, it's been okay. We had an ice storm. That was fun. Um, it snowed here in like February. Cause when it does snow, it would, it would do that. And then everything iced over. And because our infrastructure here is pretty terrible. Um, the ice weighed down all of the power lines and a very high percentage <sighs> of people in my, in the Portland Metro area, um, had no power. So that I was lucky at my house to be honest like we didn't lose any at my house but I like our my husband's best friend and his wife live a mile down the road from us and they didn't have power for three or four days and this is like a big residential area so um you can imagine that the rural areas were pretty roughly hit as well so my barn did not have power for i believe it was 11 days no um and we are on well water which is pumped by electric pumps so we that's like our biggest problem when the power goes out is is access to water um so my my barn manager bless her soul <laughs> For the first like day or two, was like collecting rainwater. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love her. She just she goes above and beyond. And you know, you can only 
bring in so much water from like the grocery store or whatever to feed horses. It's too much. Right. They take so much. That's such a stressor when the water isn't working. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up getting a generator just to run the pump for the water. And we ran it, I think, three times a day. We would run the, the generator to get water filled and then we would fill buckets on the side of the aisle just in case we needed to like refill throughout the day and we couldn't get the generator to go and as a backup. So that was fun. And that also happened right when my barn was hosting a clinic and we were bringing Bernie Traurig in to clinic at my barn and there was like a lot of discussion of like, should we cancel? Should we not? Like it was a little bit dramatic. And we ended up like, basically my um, trainer called him and was like, so here's the deal. You can still come. Cause our arena is very well lit because it is just a covered. Um, I mean, it's technically a hybrid covered indoor thing because the, all the sides are open. So it's really well lit. So we, Figured if we move the times earlier, we could make it work with the daylight as long as he was like willing still. And he was like totally up for it. So um, I had to explain to him that my gray horse would probably not be gray. And there was nothing I could do about that. <laughs> and yeah, we clinic with Bernie. It was a two day clinic. Um a little bit stressful just because of the whole like power outage situation. But I would say day one for us was not our best day. Um, She was a little up. Um, There were more people around than normal, you know, that whole situation. Um, But we survived. Like we didn't embarrass ourselves. Um, And then day two, like I put earplugs in. And it changed my world. <laughs> was this your first time trying earplugs with her? Um, I had ridden in them once or twice before just to kind of like see if they would like if they helped or not. Because sometimes mm-hmm. she gets weird in the corner sometimes. And like I'm not trying to anthropomorphize her, but like sometimes it's just like, girl, <laughs> like there's no like no. That, that evil pole in the e- corner that's going to eat Yeah, her. like you – you're just bored or something like let's be honest so I figured it would be good for shows like a while back so I just bought them and tried them once but um we tried this for the clinic my trainer goes I don't know it won't hurt so you might as well try it yeah and she was just dialed in she was just dialed in and I was really really proud of her she just really nailed it yeah um yeah, your so, pictures were amazing. I mean, y'all looked so good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's I have an amazing photographer. She does good work. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. Um, so yeah, I was I was nervous to ride with such a big name, you know, person, but he was, you know, he was kind but firm, you know, he was fair in his his critique and and you know, wanted you to do it right, but like wasn't mean or rude or anything like that. Um and he had experience with thoroughbred, so I was I was excited to kind of get his perspective. And on day one, he had us either adding in lines or stopping through lines or like halting after fences and stuff. So we did a lot of that on day one. And I think that's where mm-hmm. we really shined in day two um, because we got all of our striding 
except one line where I took a six stride and a five. And that was just, he was like, why did you do that? And I said, I don't know. I didn't see the distance. So I just did it. (laughs) (laughs) Do we ever really know? (laughs) Why did, did you just take that in five? He said, and I said, yes, yes, sir. I did. I do Um, that a lot, Laura. (laughs) I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, but actually, one of the like most proud, my most proud moments on day two, the jumps were reasonably low. I think there there was like a Cavaletti bending to like a I think a two three fence, maybe two six. I I I don't know, but um, it was a bending line, and the exercise was to take you know the outside track in six, the inside track in five, and then we would alternate. Mm-hmm. We nailed it every time. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. And I was like, oh, guys. We nailed it. So I was just really proud of like actually doing something correct. And then I did some really wonky, stupid Laura things, but you know, like that happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, I mean, yeah. Hey, that's why we're not proud. I know, exactly. That's why I. <laughs> um, Laura, so... do you want to hear something crazy? Do you want to yes. hear something crazy? Yes. <laughs> I like crazy. Bernie's things. son rode Joey. <laughs> Oh my! I found God. it. I found it on his Yusef history. Bernie's son rode him in a jumping show. We have like what's this? Two degrees of separation of Bernie Trog. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. <laughs> yep. That is yep. funny. In it was. It looks like he just took him to. He took him to a hundred jumper show and just competed him in the jumpers. Um. But it's wild. I saw that and I was like, no, 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 freak (laughs) out. It was like, it was like in 2008, like it was quite a while ago, but, um, yeah, holy cow. So, you know, what's funny is, um, Natalie Gavi, who is in California, she's the equestrian dietitian on Instagram. She's one of my friends because I actually know her in real life. She actually trains under Bernie's son. Which one? Right the now. Michael one? Because it's the Michael that yeah. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. OMG. Yeah. I just. We're like, oh. we've got a, a Bernie sort of circle of like connection <laughs> going. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No, he was good. So um, he's coming back to town. I had signed up for a clinic for him in May. Um, and I still technically signed up for it. I don't know if, what I'm doing, but I'm I'm probably going to go see him again in May, but who knows. Um, so, yeah, we did that. That was fun after the drama of the ice storm. And then we actually did her, like, yearly, like, injections um, pretty much right after the clinic. And... Then we just kind of got her right back working um, at the walk and the trot. And then she was like, she took to them really, really, really well. And she was moving really nicely. And there was a show coming up and I was talking to my trainer. I was like, do you think we could go? Like, should we just wait? Like I wanted to get her off property because we haven't, like we didn't show um, at all in 2020. So I kind of wanted to get her off property just to like go. I didn't care really what what happened. I didn't like really have any expectations, but both of us hadn't shown in so long. I didn't want to wait until the 
a show season started and then all of a sudden be like, oh, what is this showing thing we're doing? Um, so I, my trainer was like, yeah, go for it. Like, let's do it. She looks great. Like, and I literally hadn't jumped her since the trial rig clinic. So we had been flatting pretty good and doing like some cavalettis and like strengthening and stuff, but, uh, no jumping. And, uh, I might've like seen a, like two, three fence in the setup while I was like hacking one day and like maybe like went over it when no one was looking, but other than that. (laughs) So like how long, how long was it then that you hadn't jumped her between the clinic and then the show? Uh, I want to say it was almost exactly a month. It gives me anxiety. Yeah, it was like three and a half That's that's like totally okay with you, but you're like, oh my gosh, I'll never event. Like what? No, if you think I was freaking out. Because eventing jumps are solid. Okay, but I also didn't jump my horse for a month. But they're cool. Like we're doing this (laughs) on the red. Yeah, Laura. I mean, I don't get that. I was freaking out about Like, let's be honest. I like... My trainer, I looked at her and I said, but I'm not going to have a jumping lesson. And she said, I know. And I said, okay. (laughs) Oh man, I'd be so scared, but just like, tell us how it went. (laughs) Okay. So, um, we, it was, uh, technically I was only jumping one day, but, um, another person at my barn was going and she was doing both days. So Lily was going to haul for the whole weekend. Um, so we hauled in on Friday it was an S show. Like she was nuts. She like, she was fine when she was with the other horses, but she was just like, where are, where have you taken me? This is not my place. I don't know who anybody is. Um, so we went to school on Friday and I had to lunch her because she just was not listening. There was no focus. There was like, even leading her, it was like, Oh, you're there. Let me just like put my shoulder into you. Um, yeah. So like leading with a chain, you know, I don't like, I have it, but I don't love to use it. So it was just, you know, very thoroughbred moments. Um, so I lunged her for a little while and then I went up to the schooling arena and I looked at my trainer and I said, you need to get on this horse. And she looked at me and she said, okay. In that sort of okay way where it's like, it's not okay. And she knows she's not getting on the horse, but like, she's going to let me think she's getting on the horse just for like a split second. But then I saw her eyes and I was like, she's not getting on this horse. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to figure this out. I guess. <laughs> um, oh no! So she was like, all right, like get on, let's see what we got. And we were in like the main schooling ring. Um, and she was like, she started like trotting really nicely, actually. Like she had all that pent up energy and I was able to just kind of like put her in a frame and like use that. And then the wind started going and blowing things. And then, then she was like freaking out. And Meg's like, uh, my trainer Meg just looked at me and said, go jump that jump to that jump. And then to that jump. And she just told me to do it. And I was like, okay. And she Lily, I think they were maybe set at like two nine ish. I don't know. Good enough where like we had to to make an effort over them. She jumped my my poor sweet mare jumped them as if they were set to like four feet. I like did the whole like my feet are like 
a foot above where my stirrup irons are. Like my butt was like out of the saddle. Like it was, I was like, who, what are we doing? Uh, she, she, she flew is what you're saying. I was so thankful that no one got any of it on video. It was just a mess, but you know, we got in, we jumped a couple, they were a mess. And then we jumped like a bending line and it was like kind of perfect. And then we jumped a big, big oxer and it was like perfect. And my trainer was like, all right, we're done here. So we left it at that. And by the time we kind of like, I got off of her and started walking her like around a little bit more, she was kind of calming down. So that was eventful and adrenaline filling evening. So, uh, you know what's funny is she always seems to settle in better after a night. I don't know why, but um, she seemed to be, whenever we haul in somewhere, the first day is always kind of chaotic with her. Um, and I'm remembering this now because <laughs> it's been a year. Um, so Saturday, I was like a little stressed out. Um because I just wasn't sure what was going on. And I was in the 0.85, so that's the 2.9. And I went up to the ring and was watching the jumpers, and it started at, like, 0.7, and that's, like, I think a little less than two foot three. And I, for the rest of the day, as the heights got bigger, I just sat there with my arms crossed, and I was watching everyone, and I was like, those jumps are too big, those are too big. Meg, they're setting them too big. I don't think they should be setting them this high. Has someone measured these? I'm pretty sure that they're these are incorrect. Like that is not two foot three. That's definitely two foot six. Why is this a two foot three class? So I just like spiraled. <laughs> oh, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. Um, so by the time they got to my division, I was like convinced that they were setting them higher than they were. Like I had it in my brain that there was a conspiracy and um, <laughs> they were just out to get you with the jump height. Did you go out there and try to measure them, Laura? Um, I spent a good long while staring at them and trying to figure it out. Um, but I, I lunched her before in the morning just to kind of get her out and I, I hand walked her a little bit. So like she was actually fairly good. And then, um, we went up to the arena. And so as I was lunging her, so basically we didn't want to give me a flat warm up because it's actually ends up being worse for both of us when we're too stressed out. And I was already like way stressed out. So the warm up that Lily got was in the lunge basically. So, um, you know, we, we lunged her so that her body could be warmed up. And then the announcer was like five minutes and you guys have five minutes to school this height. And then we're going to start. So we're like, okay, we got her done lunging and we were walking up to the arena, which was not very far away. And then as I was like swinging my leg over her, they're like, all right, your five minutes is up. And I'm like, that was not five minutes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Everyone out. No more schooling. We're going to oh start the God. class. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and my trainer no. was like, Laura, get, go get in there. Jump that bending line and go do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like in there, like going in as everyone else is like leaving. And the announcer's like, and she knows me. She's like, Laura, Laura. And I was like, <laughs> I just jumped the bending, which 
nailed the distance. Perfect. She was like, perfect. And then Meg was like, all right, we want one more. And then I jumped like the biggest oxer in there. And then she was perfect. She wasn't like jumping out of her skin. Like she was, it was like totally appropriate for the height. Oh, so then we did our rounds. <laughs> Laura really showed up for this one. You guys, um, like full <laughs> amateur mode. My first round was a jump off round and it was good, but I was holding her too much. Like I was just like way too nervous and I was pulling for everything. And um, we were like chipping into everything. And it's not because she wasn't listening. She was actually listening too much. Like when I was taking the wrong places, she was like, it's okay. Um, But we still like went clear and it was fine. Second course, Laura got a little lost and did not find her way back to the correct place. <laughs> no. So uh, I uh, I went off course. That was fun. It was really fun. Oh, and hilarious. then afterward, after that round, my trainer's like, "Okay, this one's a speed round. Like, take the like. There are a couple tight turns you can take. Just have fun with it. Like, it's all good." And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have so much fun with it. I'm going to, like, take all the good, like, the tight turns, and we're going to be competitive and, like, yeah. And then I take, like, the first, like, (laughs) tight turn, and it was pretty good. And then I, like, lost my brain again, and I thought I was done, and I wasn't. Because I thought I was doing the jump off, but I was supposed to be doing a speed round. So I did the, the jump off part. And stopped. Oh no. <laughs> and then I like stopped oh. and I like made a snarky comment to my trainer and she's like, Are you gonna finish the course? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh crap. What? What? Which one? And then yeah, so that was fun. And then my trainer wouldn't let me end on that because she was like, We can't leave like that. We have to end on a good note. And I was like, Well, and I sat there and argued with her for like a good five minutes, you guys, because I was so because the next it was the next height. So like I had done my division to do another class. I had to bump up in height. Oh, so I had to do oh. the point nine O's, which is just about three foot. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, we really shouldn't be punishing Lily because I, you know, I forgot my course and like she doesn't deserve that. Like, I was just, like, trying, oh my God. trying to negotiate. And she's like, your mare's fine. She's like, in fact, actually, if you want to like get technical, you didn't finish half the course. So you still have those jumps to jump. So maybe you should jump them in the next class. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so oh. she went and added me before like having this talk with me and then I spent the next five minutes trying to tell her that I shouldn't be doing it and then she's like well I already added you at the gate so and you're first to go by the way (laughs) oh my god I cannot I would have walked out of there by no oh my god so for doing I know so I went in and I did it and it was three foot and it was like they set to height I was convinced that they were setting to height all day um and you know it was a good round like I finally like let we call it let it flow like let her have her stride and like let her like out a little bit and um I got her to just two weird distances where we chipped in a little bit but she cleared everything she was jumping great like she was listening it was just a really really good round 
and I just left and went and took care of her and all that. I didn't really care about placements because the class was relatively big and I wasn't going to sit around and wait for it. Um, and I just felt great when I exited the arena. I was just like, that was what I needed in my, <laughs> to my trainer. I was like, you know, that was such a good round. I'm so glad I did it. Blah, blah. And she's like, uh-huh. And I was like, you were right. And she's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, trainers. Oh, that's so funny. See, that makes me laugh because with you arguing with your trainer about whether or not you should or shouldn't be doing a specific class, um, with Melinda, when I would go and show with her, it's basically we hand her a check and then she signs all of us up. So we basically do whatever she says from the get-go is how it's always been set up. So the fact that you were able to like sit there and actually have a back and forth with your mm-hmm. trainer just makes me laugh even more because like, if I tried that with my, with my trainer, she would just give me like the most mothering look of like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. say what you want to say, say what you want to say. Okay, cool. So now this is what you're going to uh-huh. do. Yeah. So she made me do it, but um, it was worth it. And then like, I know like placings aren't everything, but we ended up getting second place, which was like, just icing yes. on the cake. Yes. Congratulations. Yay. So now I'm going to be forced to like show at that height. Yeah. Now, now you're yeah. definitely in the Ninos. Well, like, that's well your, you can do obviously it. Obviously y'all can kick butt <laughs> already. You already proved that you can kick butt at that height. Oh so gosh, yeah. But um, yeah, so that was really, it was really good for us to get out. Like I, I've learned so much about Lily over the last couple of years that I'm, I'm still like figuring out how to manage her properly. And I think that I'm like, slowly getting it kind of dialed in so that's like really good to kind of relearn that stuff away from home and then um so since then we've been working on low jumps at home and working on my position because when she jumps like a deer it's generally my fault because I'm holding or like pulling on her face so like I'm working on that a lot right now so just giving release and like trying to relax um so in the last couple weeks I've kind of had a little bit of a breakthrough with that and just really trying to learn how to to be more soft with her so that she can be, she can jump better, you know? So, um, she just come a really long way and she turns 10 in a few weeks. You guys. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, she's a lot older than I yeah. thought. I know, me too. Yeah. I thought she was younger. No, she came she's off. She's not the- too much older than, yeah, she- or Gunner's not too much older than her. I think I got her at eight. Because she oh, raced until six and took a year off. So, yeah. She's she's going to be double didge. <laughs> so she raced a while, too. Aww. Ben also raced till he was, like, six. So, yeah. They... they kept her on for longer than I, I mean, I would have kept her on. But, you know, that, that's how that goes. Right. But, yeah. It seems like yeah. they they either pull them pretty quickly or they keep them going for a really long time. The Lily was actually pulled by her breeder because she raced too hard. Like she was too hard on her body, which is like Mm. that tracks, that tracks. Like she still is, (laughs) you know, we have to be really careful with that. So, but yeah, so that's kind of what we've been up to. Um, You know, mostly good things here, just like anything, there's ups and downs and shoes being pulled and, bell boots with it and all that good stuff but like generally we're at a good like status quo right now so all right mel i think it's your turn to chat our ears off what have you been up to what have i been doing trail riding (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like I don't do anything else. You take beautiful photos. I wish I could okay, go trail riding. That too. You seem like you have such such the most zen life with your photos. They're just all so aesthetic and pretty. They're, you know, I get a lot of uh, people that, like, reach out to me and ask me, like, where I'm at um, or, like, ask me how I take these photos. And honestly, I don't really know how I take them. I mean, Gunnar's just so good. He just kind of, like, walks at his own pace and just like poses for me and I can just like you know take these pictures and he makes it easy on you yeah he does he's he's just really like he's really good I mean like today uh so my trails you have to like cross straight to get to them so what happens is a lot of people um dump like their trash there oh oh yeah it sucks so today there was uh like carpet like somebody just dropped oh like my gosh. <laughs> carpet so, just a roll yeah like at the entrance of our trail so gunner was like looking at it, like that's that's not supposed to be there like <laughs> this is new so i'm like trying to like tell him like good boy like you got this but he's like no like this is new like that's gonna move and it's gonna freak me out so i went ahead and like hopped off of him but the only thing was uh, i decided to ride in bareback today because it was kind of hot well, I there's no way to get back on if you're like bareback. So I was like, okay, well we'll f- we'll figure it out. We'll just like keep going, and we'll find like a big tree or big branch and like hop on. Well, I couldn't find a big tree or big branch, so I kind of <laughs> I kind of did like a running start. Oh gosh! Um, did you really? Did. You jumped up on him? Yeah. Oh my did god! Did you make it? <laughs> No. <laughs> um, I made it halfway and then I kind of like wiggled myself up <laughs> but you no you got up though yeah, yeah I got up so you got up, yeah, got up. that's awesome um, and he's pretty tall so I don't know how I did it I think I was like really determined but I literally just said to him stay there I'm gonna you know get a running start and hop on you and he and he did he just kind of like looked at me like this lady so crazy but I'm gonna stay here and wait for her to get on me Aww. Um, so I did, I got on him. I kind of kicked him a little bit in the process, but I'm so happy he didn't like go anywhere. Um, but yeah, like we've just been going like on lots of trail rides and stuff. It's, it's been really nice being able to like go out on my own and also take like friends with us. Um, so he's just great. He's like losing his winter coat. So it's really nice now that he's all like shiny. But yeah, that has been the same. Enjoying our trails. Has the weather Wait, been how bad? Good? Sorry, oh. Steph. Oh, no, has go the ahead. weather been good there? Like, uh, yeah, we got a little bit of rain. Like it was weird. We got um, uh, like rain for like a couple of weekends and stuff. And so what happens with our trails is we have like, um, I don't know. It's like clay. Like this, this like part of the trails is like clay, mud, and then the other half is like beach sand. Oh, okay. So what happens is that clay mud gets like um really slippery so you either have to like work your way around it or just not ride. Yeah. Um but the other sand oh. is like fine. So it's kind of hard. We have to like give it like a few either a few days to dry out which means Gunner's stuck in the arena if the arena's okay or he's just being hand walked which he absolutely hates. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, so 
that was okay. We got a little bit of rain, but we needed it because it made our trails like super green. Now we got like all these butterflies and pretty flowers. I mean, you're like, I love seeing your photos. It's just like, oh, thanks. oh absolutely. It's always know, like I've, really refreshing. I like sharing them. And sometimes I get messages, but I don't post something. I get people ask me like, oh, what, did you not ride today? Where are the trails? You know, where are your, your <laughs> we pictures? We need our daily pictures. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. Well, especially with like, a bunch of us working from home and not really going outside, being able to have that like live vicariously through your your trail photos is really nice Aww. on like a personal from myself at least. I'm also, glad you guys enjoy them. Like his- I wish I could get us like uh, cantering or trotting, but it's really hard because he's gated, so it's like oh. bouncy. So my phone would be like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh no. Um, but I should get my GoPro on. Oh, that'd be cool. Yes. Yeah, I need Ooh. to do that. Do you, do you only do trails with them or do you do like flat work and stuff in the arena or not? Um, he doesn't really like the arena. I try to do it just to get like a little bit more out of him mm-hmm. um, and just kind of teach him a little bit more about like the reins and stuff and like moving off my leg. But on trail, like we don't really put that to use. Like he already it's it's like natural for him so i try not to do the arena because he absolutely hates it um what does he do to tell you he hates it like how do you know uh he just won't he won't go (laughs) (laughs) he like literally just like i'll ask him to try he like has a good walk and i'll ask him to try and he'll just like stand there and he's like i'm not i'm not gonna go or what he his favorite thing to do is i like when i ride bareback i have to hop on in the arena because we have our mounting block there but then he like goes to like the entrance and opens a gate <laughs> to go to the trails. He and, opens. Yeah, and sometimes I have to go like, no, we're not going that way, and like steer him away. He's like, he's show like, me what? the open road. Yeah, he's like, what do you mean we're not going that way? And he, I swear he like turns his head and like looks at the trail, and he's like, like just a sad little puppy. Like, where? What about the trails? <laughs> but mom, yeah. I want to go on the trail. That's really, that's really him. So. <laughs> I try to keep him out of the arena. Um, I guess the arena is more like his turnout, <laughs> where he can like go. Oh, he rolls and stuff. And stuff. But, Those are so fun. Yeah, um, but I try to like at least write in like English here and there, and like keep him in the arena and like pretend we're like a fancy English horse, but it doesn't really work out. <laughs> we always we always end up on trail. That's awesome yeah. that you have that ability to do that, though. Yeah, no, it's super yeah. It's super nice. It's funny. I didn't really, like, I mean, I thought every horse was, like, made for the trails. Um, but oh, no, I guess, no. like. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to discover that because he has a friend that he likes to take with him. Um, and he's super sweet horse, super mellow. And you'd think, like, oh, he's good out on the trails. But he's not, I mean, at all. And it's just great knowing that I have a horse who could you know, go off on its own, go anywhere I ask him to. I mean, I'll take him through these trails where it's just, like, narrow. Like, there's a fence on our left and then, like, a bunch of trees and, like, shrub on our right. And, you know, there's no way we can turn. Or if we turn, it's, like, you know, it's a really, really tight turn. And it's just nice knowing that I can I can do this with him, you know. Um, yeah, it's just – it's great. I think there's a lot of trust there. Yeah, no, oh, they're yeah. definitely, especially uh, knowing that I can ride him bareback, too, and then hop Melanie on sometimes. That sounds like, so fun. Together, yeah, so it's, 
it's great. I mean, the things I can do with him, it's it's insane. He's definitely like a once in a lifetime horse. Love that. Y'all need to come down and ride him. Oh my god, I know. I will gladly <laughs> go out to the West Coast and it is allergy season right now and uh, if I can skip out on all the tree pollen, I will gladly oh, do yeah, so. Oh yeah, I know. Steph, right now, I mean, everything is like coming off on the trees right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's oh, a problem. damn. Yeah, oh, that was a good time. No. So Mel, are you still um, taking lessons and stuff too? I am, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm taking three lessons a week. Ah, uh, loving yeah. it. Yes. I mean, I I wish I could take more, but you know, <laughs> you got to be an adult and you got to pay your bills. And <laughs> I still want to keep Gunner, so I got to, you know, pay that him too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's great because my barn's only five minutes away from my house. Perfect. So oh, that's yeah, so nice. It's super nice. It's like once I'm tired, I can like, I'm just home, you know. The um, dream. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. So I am. Uh, we've actually just switched over. So I was jumping all three days. I think mainly to get like more jumping miles in for me because I've just missed so much. Uh, but now we've switched over to like one flatting lesson, which has made such a huge difference. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I am feeling things that I've like never felt before. And I've been consistent. <laughs> I've, I've been consistent with the same mare. Um, and I actually was recently watching videos of when I first started riding her. And let me just say, I could not get her to canter. <laughs> oh. And when we jump, we just looked a mess. Like, I had no rhythm. I mean, we were just kind of hopping over everything. And now it's like, holy smokes, we're getting our distances. We're not chipping. She's, like, there with me. She's on the bit. Like, it's just, it's insane. I really should put, like, a video or something to show because I'm I'm super proud. I feel like it's just, um, I always get kind of, I don't know, like, I don't, it's hard sharing it. Um, I just feel like someone's gonna judge or something, you know. So, but I, I should, I should share more of my lessons and stuff. I do want to share more, especially yeah. with the flatting. I mean, it's been so cool finally feeling it, right? Because uh, like your trainer tells you about it, and you're like, okay, yeah, sure. But once you get it and you feel it yourself, it's like. Holy smokes. It yeah. just it changes everything. Not just flatting, but even when you jump. Yep. So Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been so great. I've been doing that. And then my trainer's been so awesome and she like let me um like she'll let me come out and like ride that mare if like she doesn't have a lesson on the weekend. Oh fun. So she'll like text me and be like, Hey, like no one's riding her, like come out and ride her. So I'll go I'll like go out and ride her and it's great because I'm I'm only five minutes away. Right. So I'm like trying not to ride a lot, but I can't help it. Oh no, yeah, you got to take today. those opportunities too when yeah. they come your way. Like you don't get those very often, so snatch yeah. them up. No, I Absolutely, am. Yeah. I definitely am. I'm having so much fun with her. She's great, you know. Um, and who knew that I'd be having fun with the mayor? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not me. People don't give them enough credit. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, but we went to a show in February. Um, and this was like an actual real, real show, which, Ooh. oh man, I was. Did you have service though? I did. I did. <laughs> I did have service, but I didn't want to like, 
Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I don't Actually, remember yeah. being told about this. And last yeah, time, because you, you didn't have service. I'm kind of like Jen. Yeah. I don't say anything. And then once I'm done, like with the weekend showing, I'm like, guys, I went to a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did have service. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Busted. But I think, okay. I, think I was just nervous you. because it was like our first actual real show. Yeah. Like, you know, our points counted and everything. And so I was like, okay, wow. like. I don't want to tell anyone, just my family knew, and, like, I'm going to go do this with no pressure, kind of like what Jen says. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, man, it went it went great. I mean, it's a pretty big, like, area, and it was just fun to, like, see everyone there. And, oh, it was just so cool. Saturday was kind of like, of course, you know, you get into, like, the groove of it. You're kind of nervous. Um, so Saturday was okay. We did place on both our classes, first and second. Um, yeah I was actually nice. happy with that and our the arena is like huge I have like videos of it and I remember like getting there and seeing the arena and I was like oh my gosh it's like double of what it is at home what am I supposed to do with all this space no seriously my team <laughs> like make sure you use leg and I'm like okay leg <laughs> um but it was great it was so much fun but definitely you know like you just you're prepared you saw it um and then when Sunday came around it was like oh pff, I got this like we're good. We're professionals. Um, yeah, we're good. So then Sunday, uh, when we got there, actually, we had to learn all three courses. We learned our speed round, our two other, uh, our jump off, and then our like actual course. Dude, that was, would jump on my brain. It, wait, wait. You said it was on Sunday. Yeah. So Saturday. Did you did you get did did you get to wear white pants? No, I didn't. It wasn't a classic. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah, no. I wore my tan pants, and then we have, like, my barn and I have, like, actual, like, sun shirts that we, like, got embroidered together and stuff, so I wore that. Oh, that's super yeah, cute. Yeah, it's really cool, and then we have, like, our pads and everything. My trainer's, like, super, like, extra about it all. Yeah. Um, so I had to learn all three courses right then and there. <laughs> that's a guarantee that I'm going off course, right there. Like, if you yeah. me memorize more than one, I am going over. I actually yeah. didn't. I was so what? out of myself. I Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, literally would look at my trainer and be like, what's next? And she'll like yell it out to me. And I was like, okay, I got it. And she asked me as we were approaching, she's like, you want to go first? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You went first. I went first. I don't understand oh you. I don't. Yeah, I went, I went first. How does that work? I don't know. How? I went first again for the next one too. <laughs> no, you didn't. She looked at me. She's like, you ready? I'm, oh like, I'm like, yeah, I got it. You're a different creature. I don't even understand. Yeah, you I know. are um, literally a different breed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know either how <laughs> I did it. But I, I I enjoy the adrenaline and like the height and everything. So um, I don't know. I, I guess I do well under pressure. I don't know, I guess. But um, yeah, overall, we did really well where eventually um, I ended up placing reserve champion like in our division shut up yeah i didn't even know you went first and you got reserved yeah i didn't i didn't know um my trainer what? actually like messaged me that night and she's like uh this is all kind of new to me i guess like you can like you know register for like shows like online and stuff and they like show you your like yeah um yeah whole, like placing and whatnot so this is all new to me and so she sent me like a screenshot of it and she's like like my name and it says like reserve champion and I'm like holy smokes I'm like oh my god this is insane you know it's like something I never thought I would 
do so early on. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just super, oops. it's just super cool um, knowing that I did it like for my actual like first real show. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. I am so, but so you, both you and Jen went to your first like show shows, you know? Yep. That's super exciting. I'm so happy for you. And Reserve Champion, oh my God. Like that's just, I know, I mean. Yes, incredibly so. I really didn't think I could do that. It's pretty cool to say. So anyone who's like doubting themselves, honestly, just go out there and do it. Like you don't know and. I mean, it could happen, it could not happen, but, like, you honestly learn so much from just, you know, going out there and just trying it. It's also, like, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, right? There's something kind of, like, fun and interesting about Oh yeah, doing this to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, it's so funny. My sister, my sister was all like, uh, I'm like, don't you want to do this? She's like, no. She's like, I don't understand why you guys stress yourself out and, like, let someone, like, judge you and then give you a ribbon and that's, like, your place. And I was like, because it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're built differently. We all have our own definitions of fun, I guess. Yeah. This is true. I think so, too. But, yeah, it's it was great. And I hope it's just, you know, kind of like Jen – I hope I'm just going to keep moving up from here. Yeah. I'm having so much fun. Do you have any plans, like show plans for the season? Or are you just going to kind of take them as they come? Or what's up? Um, I actually have a show coming up. Like, <gasps> you're probably not going to tell us about. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> and it's someone that has no service. Um, oh, so we don't. Ah. But my trainer said I can go ahead and go up in height in this one. So Ooh. I'm Ooh. excited. Um, it's just like, it's more of like a schooling one, but it's a great one to go into first Yeah. to, you know, put everything we've been working on together Absolutely. and then, um, move on from there. But yeah, I'm going to start with this one, which is I think in two weeks Woo-hoo. and then from there I'll move on to other ones. Um, hopefully I've been really wanting to go to one in Del Mar. Ooh, so that'll be yeah, so hopefully that's, that'll come true. But, Sweet. But yeah, I'm just having fun with all this. Yeah, you'll pandemic. have to keep us posted, even if it's after the show. I will. I gotta. I gotta get better about like just you know just posting it and stuff and oh. sharing it with everyone. I know. I mean, if you but don't I feel will. comfortable, obviously you have to do what's right for yourself. Yeah. But you know, no, we I will judge you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I really just need to do it. I mean, it's it makes me happy. I should just do it. I agree with you. Yeah. So I also will. I'll beat anybody up that. Talks. I'll, oh, thanks, I'll Laura. Same. Yeah. Okay, you hear that? We got both coasts covered. Yeah, beware, no one's talking to Laura and Lily are very terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get on our bed. So. so, yeah, so that's me. It's been great. Um, so, yeah. What about you, Steph? I know things have been kind of different on your end. <laughs> yeah. But you've Thank been writing, we've been seeing videos. I am. So I have been up to the most and nothing at all at the same time. Um, so I am currently technically working two jobs. I have my full-time job and then I have my part-time job where I'm waiting for my security clearance. 
I then have my side business where I paint miniatures. I then have a few activities that my boyfriend and I do together. And then... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's like I, I, I don't like to sit still and I don't like to just not do anything. Oh, and then editing for this, of course, as well. Um, You're a busy so, woman. I really am. So in the beginning of January, I started my full-time job at a law office as a claims reviewer because I wanted some extra money in my pocket while I'm waiting for my security clearance because as we have all experienced, COVID messed the timing of that up and basically extended it by an extra year, which has been unfortunate. Um, so I got a... It, it is a full-time contract-based job, so it's not like a forever type job. It's, it's, they, they don't expect me to work for more than like three to six months here, which is perfect considering in three to six months, I should have my clearance by then. So in picking up that job, it is full-time, 40 hours a week from home, and I am in Fredericksburg, but my barn, Century Manor, where I was riding a bunch and where Dexter is, is an hour away. So there was a big kerfuffle about like, oh, can I still ride there? What is going on? I need to get settled at this job because it's slightly different than what I was used to doing. And I ended up taking like three months off of riding, which I think that was painful for all of us for you. Like, yeah, I think we all like, I mean, it was hard because I know you kind of stepped away from like Instagram a little bit and like I totally yeah. totally understand that because how could you not um yeah and like RIP your mental health right <laughs> yeah it was I was really good at faking it for like the first two and a half months where I was like this is fine I'll just be busy with everything else And then the last two weeks where I was, like, starting to get in contact with a few people and, like, trying to figure something else out. I mean, like, oh, well, I should, I should, you know, work on getting back in the saddle because I miss this. And then, of course, you know, with it being in the wintertime, weather got in the way and we had to cancel my first, like, trial lesson. And that was the moment when I was like, oh, the lack of horses in my life hit hard during fine. that week, and I was, it was not fine, I was not okay, you could ask my boyfriend, he was, like, so many extra hugs and, like, forehead kisses were needed, <laughs> but eventually the weather did turn around, and I was able to go out to a place, and I found a barn actually 15 minutes away from my house, which is so convenient compared to the hour that I was making. Oh, yeah, that's uh, nice. Yes. So it's great. And the the trainer there is actually a small R judge, too. And she's been giving me a lot of uh, pointers and a lot of trainer. My trainer's giving me a lot of trainers. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) she's been really helpful with a lot of stuff. And I've had a few lessons there. And it's actually been a really nice mesh. And I'm really happy so far. The only thing is that their program is more for the lower level type stuff. Like they don't really do much above two six. That's pretty typical, isn't it? Like it is. Yeah, especially in this area like having a barn full of 3-foot horses to just lease out like Century Manor does is not typical. Yeah, I, I and I was very lucky I remember with that. being a little shocked that like you could just like 
go jump three foot at a lesson bar. And I was like, what? That's not a thing. But yeah, I think part of it is because she's just on the edge of like Northern Virginia, which they have like a a lot of like, I'm trying to, to describe the, it's like Northern Virginia is like the outskirts of DC, but it's like the upper left for y'all who aren't in Virginia. Um, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a pretty affluent area. So they do have a lot of money and my trainer, she knows a bunch of people and she is basically a lot of the horses that she does have that does do the higher stuff were either at some point just donated or their owners were just not okay with their mental state. Like, like, you know how sometimes when you import horses, they just, like, there's there's something not quite right with their screws. <laughs> and my, my trainer has this... <laughs> we should ask Jess. <laughs> CJ, CJ, he has all his screws. They're just off in space. <laughs> They're floating around. But they are. But my trainer has this, like, lovely ability to take these horses and just, like, screw their heads on right and really turn them into just good, proper show lesson horses and it's it's a really fun thing process to see with her so you're you're jumping at both places like or not jumping but like you're you're lessening at both places now yes so after i had a lesson or two at the place close by i messaged my trainers like hey i'm really missing my old barn can i please come back and have like a weekend lesson which now that IEA is over, she has a lot more free time for weekend lessons. So while the time that I was taking off because IEA was going on, she didn't have time uh, on the weekends, which was the only time I can make like have literally the time to go out there because I work nine to five thirty, and even if I leave at five thirty, I won't get there until yeah, six thirty. Yeah, so it, it was one of those things where it's like, it just didn't quite mesh until IEA was over and I was able to make it out there on the weekends. So yes, right now I am Tuesday, Thursday lessening at the Close Barn doing mostly flat work and a little bit of like two foot stuff. And then on the weekends when I can, I'm going back to Century Manor at my old barn and doing higher jumping height. Yeah. That's actually, like, really cool. Yeah, and I've actually been really enjoying it because being able to take that step back and having someone who is used to bringing up a bunch of kids and being very picky about, like, how people are on the flat, like, help me be nitpicky about how my feet are turned out and how I hold my hands on, like, the basics has really been such a cool journey to then take that and apply it to the higher jumping because I am a firm believer that anything you do jumping wise comes from flat work. Absolutely. So to be able to have like lessons that it's, and it's not just like warm up, like, Oh, go do three times left, do three times right. It's like, she's having us do circles and sitting trot and, giving his pointers the whole time and it's it's been really really cool and I'm really enjoying it wow we're all suddenly enjoying flatting 
this is crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never said I was enjoying it. Oh, Lord. come on. Lord. Oh, okay, two yeah. out of three. Join, join three. the flat side. My, my bar is yeah. pretty flat focused anyway, so I, I don't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I literally jump for like two courses a week, and that's it. So even my quote unquote yeah. jump lessons aren't jump lessons. They're 45 minutes of flatting, and then we jump. And then we. 10 minutes? Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. that's it. That's that's basically because I, I had my my lesson at my the close barn today earlier today all we did was we had our our normal but extended today warm up and flat work and then for jumping all we did was practice long approaches and stops after to singles Super which was just yeah yeah which which is so so cool to just sit back and go like oh wow like we're working on such like particular specific things and to just have someone like nitpick and say like oh you need to do this you need to do that it's I I love like wordy mouthy nitpicky trainers me too I'm with you Seth like (laughs) tell me everything Mm -hmm. I'm doing wrong and I I ask so many questions and then I love when they give you like that whole explanation Mm-hmm. oh it's great mm-hmm. like we spent so much money yes please tell me everything i'm doing exactly. wrong exactly that's what i always say too i'm like <laughs> i'm giving you my money like you know give it to me and i'm gonna go back to my barn and like practice it with another yeah. horse not gonna <laughs> yeah and i think oh yeah speaking of that that's been probably the other most exciting thing about coming back is that I don't have a horse right now. I'm not leasing anything. I've just been catch riding for a few weeks now, and it has been the most most exciting thing I've done in a long time. I was going to ask, like, how – because, I mean, you lease Dexter for years, right? Yeah, like three and some years. So how are you adapting to kind of going back to, like, the catch riding type situation? Do you feel like – you like it do you feel like you like there's pros and cons to each there are definitely pros and cons to each I think the way that I did it in which where I had a break and I was able to like mentally reset myself and then come back to it with like a a real passion to try to better myself and to just ride as much as possible really helped that because you know when our horses aren't mentally there. Sometimes we'll turn them out in a field, you know, or like give them some time off to just reset. And I almost kind of equate that in a way where like I was able to mentally reset myself because, you know, with Dexter and showing, I was constantly thinking about how can I better myself to show better. And, you know, when you're worried about performance and you're worried about ribbons and you're worried about points there's a certain level of fear that comes with that where you're like oh if I don't do well blah 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 or if if I get hurt specifically was where I was the most where it's like if I get hurt then I can't continue and then I can't perform at the level that I wanted to and to be able to just take some time off and almost forget that and then come back in a mentality where I just that's not even a factor where it's just I'm just here to ride and I'm just here to better myself I've 
been able to shed a lot of the anxieties that I've had in the past, which has been a really interesting experience because, you know, Dexter was like, he was a great horse, a true packer, but he did like, he had this one spot in the ring that he would spook at and it, and I got good, obviously, it's like getting him past it and working around it because he was the horse I was leasing and I had no other choice but there was still that like oh god what is he gonna do is he gonna react today like what's going on am I gonna fall off like you just get worried and my second ride back after the break I was on because I had a, a trial ride and then there was the lesson and it was the first lesson and the second ride back I was on this small little pony that basically believed it was a Grand Prix jumper, I swear. Like, this this thing was just, had to go, feet, feet always off the floor, could not stop, just, like, whenever you picture, like, a spunky jumper, this was what this little pony was. And it was the cutest little thing. And it was one of those things where it's like, you're sitting on the pony, and the pony is, like, being a spaz. And not, not being bad by any means, but just, you know, like, won't stop, keeps tossing its head, taking you to jumps a lot more than what you thought you would be comfortable with. But at the same time, I was just chill with it all, which surprised me, especially because I this was like my second ride back after t- three, three months off. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. If you want to go fast, let's go fast. If you're going to toss your head... I still have a course to do. Okay, this is cool. Just we're just chilling. Yeah, that's Oops. I like think that's funny though because it's like sometimes you just have to not worry about what their feet are doing and let that let them figure that shit. Let th- let them figure that. Oh, <laughs> I did so well. That was my first one, you guys. I know. I was. I normally I'm the one that messes oh, up. But like, don't you just love the pony stuff? Yes. Oh, I, I, that's actually, um, I just love their I've pace been more and like their attitude. Like I know a lot of people are afraid of them, <laughs> but they're just great. Honestly, they have like a whole different yeah. brain. They're just wired differently. They do. They're and they're wired with the evil. <laughs> they are, but it's so much fun because so like after riding Dexter for so long, who is like a seasoned show horse and he's business and he knows his job to get on like a lesson mm-hmm. pony. And we all know a lesson pony and how they just, you know, that you say, okay, lesson pony, we're going to go down this line. And they look back at you and they're like, ha, 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 make me eat dirt. We're going to go this make way. <laughs> and to, to be able to like sit on one of those ponies, it was just like, you know what? I'm going to fight you like literal tug of war about this corner, every single corner, but only on the left direction. because I don't like going left. And that was that was the mare that I rode earlier tonight was this little pony and she's just like tug of war. But there's like th- that sheer satisfaction of being like, you're a snot nosed brat, little pony, and you don't like to go into corners going to the left. But I got you into corners going to the left. It's just so satisfying. And I, I miss that. That just. Like, not necessarily having, like, the prettiest ride, but just being able to say, like, I was correct and I did the right thing and I was able to make you do the right thing. Um, so, Steph, do you have, are you just going to kind of keep trucking with what you're doing now with the lessons kind of at each barn, like, as you figure out your job situation? Or do you have any plans specifically for 
like this summer. I know with COVID, you were very much like worried about, you know, your your family members' health. So like you took yeah. the, the year off, like some of us did. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you were, you had plans or, or not. What's your, what's your deal this year? Do you know? Um, I haven't come up with a plan yet at this point in time. It's looking like I'm just gonna ride at both barns, lesson and learn as much as I can and just try to get back in yeah. shape and, and do all that. I haven't talked to my dad to see what he's comfortable with because, you know, with the vaccines coming out, it's, it's going to be a lot safer soon, but he himself is still not, he, he has the first shot of two. Okay, good. Um, so that's going well. I would like to show, um, if I do show, it would probably be with the barn that I've been with because I love my trainer there. Um, she has the horses for the height that I would want to do. Would she let you show kind of any, anything that you like any horse or would you have to lease something to show with her? Oh yeah. No, uh, her and I have talked about it a little bit. Um, she's cool with me doing whatever she does. If you're not leasing a horse, you can just pay. It's, it's like, like a daily fee or something. 30, yeah. yeah. It's like a daily fee. It's like 30 bucks where you just take whatever oh, yeah. horse isn't going at day. Yeah. It's, it's like a great deal. Um, the, the interesting thing is like a lot of the horses at this point in time, because it is, well, not late in the season, but later in the year, a lot of the, the more favorite horses at the barn have already been signed. Right. Of course. Yeah. Which, you know, I completely expect and understand. And it's, you know, it's, it's an hour out to the barn. I'm not going to be able to make it out there more than once. If I don't even think I could make it twice out there. So it's honestly not even in my best financial interest to sign a, a half lease of three yeah. on a horse when I'm literally only going to go out once right. a week. So, I mean, what you're doing now, um, I think is going to make you a stronger yeah. rider just in general. And then it'll yeah. put you in a better position. Like when you are more stable in whatever you're doing with your jobs. Cause I know you were kind of waiting on one and like, you're young, you got time. I agree. I know. And that's, <laughs> thank you. And then, that's, that's been, Oh, what? Oh, no, go ahead. That's been the the most frustrating thing, I think, this entire last year and a half or so has just been, like, a waiting game, which I've talked to my dad because he was also a government contractor for a long time, and getting your clearance is normally a four- to six-month period, which is what I was promised November 2019. Wow. Yeah, so this is, like, COVID has really screwed me over trying to get into this career. But I've, I did the math, and I've talked with my boss, and at this point in time, like, I've officially inputted the paperwork to have it done. I did that the end of January, so I should be hearing back from them in the next three to six months from them. I love that government. Or, I, yeah, well, it pays well. It pays really well. And that's what I'm looking forward right. to. Well, you've been really patient, honestly. And it's just great that yeah. you're finally back in the saddle. Yeah, it's, oh, God, it was awful not doing anything. Yeah. Um, Jen gonna... um, I, she's on mute. Um, Jen wants to know, <laughs> 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 um, is Dexter leased out or... 
What's up with Dex? So, Dex, um, to my knowledge, last I asked, is actually being written by his owner a bit oh, this year. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, she's uh, a year or two younger than I am, so she's, like, early 20s-ish. I, don't know why I thought she was older. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no. I, like, fully like, thought 20s. she was, like, my age dinosaur status. <laughs> No, I don't like that. Whenever you think of like old horse owner who like leases out their boy, you think of someone who's a little older. But no, she she was like college student-ish when I first started riding huh. him. And you know, it's it's the whole like oh, busy with school, can't ride my horse. Yeah, might as well lease it out. And then I'm, that's how I ended up with him. And then there was a, I just I just kept leasing him, and she was chill with it. And then the whole thing with my jobs happened and I wasn't able to resign on him. And she decided that she was going to start coming out and start writing him again, well, that's awesome. which has been great because they're a really good pair together. That's great. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other news to tell us? Um, I don't think so. It's, it's hard to keep track of everything. Cause like I said earlier, earlier, I do so much. <laughs> That's like not necessarily horse stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm really excited. I need to figure out how to do it because I'm only riding in um, lessons right now. But um, Melody, you'll you'll be interested to hear about this. So in the the Pivo giveaway that I won over the winter, I ended up getting a, a Western saddle pad. Ooh. Yeah, well, I don't have a Western saddle, so what I did instead is, I don't know if y'all have ever heard of Alisa Burton. She does, like, uh, bareback riding tricks and stuff. I feel like I have. She ha- He's, like, a, a, the, the horse she rides, I don't remember his uh, name off the top of my head, but he's, like, a, a, a golden paint type. I'm gonna have to look this up does she have an instagram yeah um so moral of the story is that she has like it's like a a flat syringical almost that you can attach a girth to and create make any pad a bear pack pad yeah so i'm excited to try to turn my uh western saddle pad that I until now had no use for into a bareback pad. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I do know her. I've seen her before. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's my huh. my fun fact of the night is I'm going to try something that I've never tried before, which is using a Western saddle pad. Yeah, well, when you do it, make sure you show us. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll take learn. pictures. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. That's my life. Well, there you have it. That's everyone. I think that's all of us. That's everyone, do <laughs> Or everyone's just here tonight. We're done. <laughs> um, um, do we have maybe like, something simple oh, no. like, well, that's our check in for this season. Um, thanks for catching up with us. Um, and then it kind of like say, Something Jen wants to keep it. <laughs> Jen wants to keep it. To do what? <laughs> she wants well. to keep the word done. <laughs> we can do that too. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then just say like. Staring <laughs> <laughs> into her green screen. <laughs> I vote that Jen's not allowed to be on mute ever again. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> she has to disappear completely. She distracts us. I don't know. Someone close this off. Let's go. <laughs> I just did. That's- <laughs> well, that was an awesome recap of everyone. Thanks. Thank you for showing up tonight and listening to us. Oh my god. We appreciate it. Shut up. I'm trying. Cuss word. <laughs> Shut up is not a cuss word. Say something what? clever. Clever? That's Jen's job. Um. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Um, <laughs> ready for the rest of season three. <laughs> we officially talk too much. We are, we are losing it. Oh that was awesome. We are at the, the, bo- the, the bottom of the bottle and... We're rusty. We will get this ironed out in future episodes. <laughs> it's the first episode. It's good. We're good. <laughs>